Bill O'Reilly here. Tuesday, May 11th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Gas prices jump after hackers hit a pipeline. Mitch McConnell makes an offer on infrastructure. Dr. Fauci says mask wearing could become seasonal. The FDA approves the COVID medication for young teens. The scariest virus vaccination site can now be found in Transylvania. Also ahead, finally, a breakdown of who voted for whom last November. But first, the national average for gas prices up six cents to nearly three bucks a gallon due to Friday's cyber attack against a major pipeline serving the East Coast. The pipe transports more than 100 million gallons of fuel a day, was shut down after hackers infiltrated the control system. Shortages could occur in some places until this coming weekend. Prices will continue to rise because of President Biden's attack on the gasoline industry. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell saying Republicans could support an $800 billion infrastructure package, far less than the $2 trillion, proposed by Joe Biden. The GOP is pushing the scaled-down bill to focus on, quote, traditional projects like road repair, bridges, fixing the nation's airports, not Green New Deal stuff. White House COVID advisor Anthony Fauci suggesting many Americans will continue to cover their faces long after the pandemic recedes. The doctor credits masks with slowing the flu as well as COVID. There were less than 2,000 cases of influenza last year, compared to 38 million infections during the winter of 2019. That's an amazing stat. The Food and Drug Administration now approving VAX for 12 to 16-year-olds. That will accelerate the nation's efforts to drive down infections, a significant source of new COVID cases taking place in high schools. Residents in Romania can now receive the vax at Dracula's house, Bran Castle, the inspiration behind Bram Stoker's Dracula, now giving injections outside the 14th century hilltop fortress. But don't go at night and take a cross with you. In a moment, a breakdown of the votes for president last November. Right back. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty 
which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. I have been waiting for a breakdown of the voting last November for president, and here it is. The stats are from the analytics firm Catalyst. More than 159 million Americans voted, the largest turnout in history. The number of non-white Latinos and Asians skyrocketed 31% compared to four years ago. Black turnout rose by 14%. Mr. Biden won nearly 200,000 more black votes in Georgia than Hillary Clinton did in 2016, and that turned the peach state blue. Mr. Biden scored 28,000 more black votes in Arizona compared to Hillary Clinton. And Arizona was taken by Biden by just 10,000 votes. So do the math. Again, African-American votes meaning the difference. Joe Biden took 44% of the total vote share among white voters, a three-point increase over Clinton's performance in 2016. But Donald Trump got the majority of white votes. Among college-educated white men, Biden won 50%, five points better than Hillary. Biden won 60% of the vote, ages 18 to 29, 56% ages 30 to 45. So even though President Trump received 74 million votes, a record for an incumbent president, younger voters and people of color put Joe Biden into the White House. So the Dem strategy worked. Divide the electorate along color lines, gender lines, most women voted for Biden, and youth against the old folks. And that's what we're seeing today. As President Biden is endorsing equity, as you know, that means the federal government will favor, quote, marginalized groups. Well, all of those groups, with the exception of some gay groups, are people of color. So the Democrats are pitting federal resources, taxpayer-funded, on people of color against white people who will not receive the amount of entitlements that marginalized groups do. This is divide and conquer. And then we have the borders. Now, Mr. Trump did improve his status among Latino voters and among black voters by a few percentage points. But because more of them voted, Mr. Biden, as I said, won Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. And that was enough. Now, the Democratic Party is basically saying to the country, we want hundreds of thousands of foreign nationals to come to the United States because we believe eventually most of them will vote Democrat. And that's what we are seeing on the southern border. So summing up, we are living in a divided country because one party believes it can keep power through that division. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. And also, please check out my new book, Killing the Mob, already a big bestseller. Thank you. In a moment, something you might not know. 
Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Each year, immigration routinely ranks at the top of the list of important issues for American voters. Officials say up to 20 million people are currently living in the USA illegally. 20 million. But what about legal immigration? Well, here's the picture. The Department of Homeland Security publishes a list of, quote, lawful permanent residents. That figure includes people in this country with work visas, permits, and refugee status, things like that. Every quarter, about 150,000 non-citizens are allowed to permanently relocate to the USA. That totals 600,000 on an annual basis, and that number will go up under Biden. Towards the end of 2020, the top six countries of origin for immigrants to the USA were India, Mexico, China, the Dominican Republic, the Philippines, and Brazil. The biggest class admitted to the USA comprised of workers. That was followed by family members of U.S. citizens. Finally, refugees. Not too many of them. In total, Experts believe 45 million immigrants are now living in the USA, about 12% of the population. So, there are the stats. Now, you've heard the cliche, we're all immigrants, and it's true. My ancestors on my mother's side arrived three ships after the Mayflower. Can you believe that? They were Irish, but they went to England, got on a ship, came here. One of my ancestors founded Charlestown, Massachusetts. His name is on the charter. On my father's side, the famine hit County Cavan hard, and two twin 16-year-old boys were forced to go on a coffin ship, so named because they threw bodies into the ocean of people who died. They were forced to go without their mom to Brooklyn, New York, 16 years old. They arrived, no family, but they were taken in by other Irish immigrants. And from there, my family stayed primarily in Brooklyn. And now I am the only member of the O'Reilly clan ever to break out of the middle class. Now this. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. 
Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.